the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network presents Vatican Insider with Joan Lewis. Each week, Joan brings you news from inside the Vatican and the church around the world, as well as interviews and answers to your questions. Now, here's the host of Vatican Insider, Joan Lewis. Welcome to Vatican Insider. At the end of a fairly quiet week at the Vatican, as the Pope and ranking members of the Roman Curia have been on individual Lenten retreats that began Sunday afternoon and ended Friday. The news is next, but after the news, tune in to the interview segment for my conversation with Brother Binish Thomas, Director of the Vatican Pharmacy. You'll learn about the history of the pharmacy, its 45,000 products, its 70 employees, its 2,000 daily customers, and the role it played in these COVID times, as well as the help it gives to many people and organizations, and now especially to Ukraine. And the Vatican Pharmacy, by the way, uses robots. How? Well, tune in after the news. And now a few highlights of the past week. Sunday, March 6th. Some stunning news when we learned at the Angelus that Pope Francis, to show his closeness to the people of Ukraine, sent two top Vatican officials to that besieged country. Polish Cardinal Konrad Krajewski, the papal almoner, and Czechoslovakian-born Canadian Cardinal Michael Czerny, interim prefect of the Dicastery for Promoting Integral Human Development. In the presence of 20,000 faithful, many bearing Ukrainian flags, Pope Francis used the strongest language yet about the invasion of Ukraine. He said, rivers of blood and tears are flowing in Ukraine. It is not merely a military operation, but a war which sows death, destruction, and misery. I make a heartfelt appeal for humanitarian corridors to be genuinely secured and for aid to be guaranteed and access facilitated to the besieged areas. I implore for armed attacks to cease and that negotiation and common sense prevail and that international law be respected once again. Now, daily this past week, Vatican News carried reports from Cardinals Krajewski and Czerny from Poland and Hungary, their first stops, and then from Ukraine, where they met with, consoled, and brought aid to the besieged populace. In one story, Cardinal Krajewski, who on March 3rd had gone to Rome's Ukrainian National Church, Santa Sofia, to bring aid packages, he told Vatican News, I'm going to Poland because from Poland I'll be sure I'll be able to enter Ukraine. Then we'll see how far we can go to reach these people and show them the Pope's closeness, to say that he loves them, that he prays for them, that he wants to encourage them. I'm also leaving to deliver the Holy Father's rosaries, because with prayer we can move mountains and also stop the war. Asked to whom he would bring aid, Cardinal Krajewski replied, I don't know. There is a state of war, so I don't know who I will be able to reach. As we are seeing from one hour to the next, everything changes, everything moves. Certainly I will try to meet as many people as possible to bring the Holy Father's blessing. And I also want to be close to the volunteers, to those who help the refugees at the border. And of course, as we know, as of Friday, an estimated two and a half million Ukrainians had left their country, most for Poland. On Monday, March 7th, Pope Francis delivered the commendation and valediction at the end of the funeral mass for Cardinal Augustino Kaczavilan, 95, a longtime Vatican diplomat. He spoke of this brother who, with exemplary dedication and acuteness of thought, generously lavished of the many talents received for the good of the Church. 
Cardinal Giovanni Battista Ray celebrated the Mass at the altar of the chair in St. Peter's Basilica. Tuesday, March 8th. In a message to participants in an international conference on women doctors of the Church and co-patronesses of Europe, Pope Francis highlighted the lives of Teresa of Avila, Catherine of Siena, Therese of Lisieux, Hildegard of Bingen, Bridget of Sweden, and Teresa Benedicta of the Cross. In them, he said, we saw elements that make up that femininity so necessary to the Church and the world, including the courage to face difficulties, the capacity for being practical, a natural desire to promote what is most beautiful and human according to God's plan, and a far-sighted prophetic vision of the world and of history. Also Tuesday, the Vatican released the papal video with Pope Francis's March prayer intention. Let us pray that we may give a Christian response to bioethical challenges. Also Tuesday, the Vatican Secretary of State, Cardinal Pietro Parolin, and Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov spoke by phone. Cardinal Parolin reiterated the Pope's appeal for peace and offered the Holy See's availability for any type of mediation. Thursday, March 10th, again, Cardinal Secretary of State Pietro Parolin expressed his great dismay at the Russian bombing Wednesday of a pediatric hospital in the Ukrainian city of Mariupol, killing three, including a child. He said the bombing of medical centers for women and children is unacceptable, no matter the reason, and reiterated the Holy See's desire to mediate if requested. Well, those are the highlights this week, very few, but stay tuned for my conversation with Brother Thomas, Director of the Vatican Pharmacy. listening to EWTN and you were on with one of your little snippets and you said some words that brought me back to the church. I've been away for a long time. You don't know how much I appreciate those words and I don't know why those particular words that day got to me. EWTN, helping people grow in their love and understanding of God. EWTN has its own official YouTube channel with tens of thousands of videos covering just about every conceivable topic of interest to Catholics. And best of all, it's free. Every day, EWTN adds new TV shows, live events, devotionals, homilies, and specials to its YouTube channel. Visit the EWTN YouTube channel today. EWTN, the Global Catholic Network. What brings you closer to our Lord during Lent? Our Lord is so present in the midst of so many ordinary things, challenges, joys, but we get so distracted in our culture today. So I'm looking forward to bringing the volume down and all things else so I can better hear Christ. Enrich your Lenten experience with resources from EWTN. Visit EWTN.com slash Lent for all you need to know. Welcome back to Vatican Insider. Here's Joan Lewis. I want to welcome everybody to this weekend's very special program of Vatican Insider and to the interview segment where my very special guest today is the director of the Vatican Pharmacy, and that is Brother Binish Thomas. He is a Fate Bene Fratelli, by the way, 
Tanti Auguri. I know that uh, March 8th was the feast of the founder of your, of your religious order of St. John of God. So. so, Brother Thomas, welcome to Vatican Insider. Thank you. It's a pleasure for me to speak about the Vatican Pharmacy and also what all things we are doing in Vatican, the service of the Holy See, and also all those who need in the medicines or other materials. We are happy to be a service to the Church and Thank to you. the Vatican. The pharmacy has a wonderful story, and I have to say that as I came in today to talk to Brother Thomas, I noticed a lot of packing going on of uh, goods, of medicines, etc., that are going to be sent to Ukraine. So it's just another one of the very generous things that the pharmacy does. Well, the pharmacy is from 1874, and uh, in coming two years we'll be completing the presence of the Vatican Pharmacy here in the Holy See, 150 years. Wow. And, um, well, the initial motives of the Vatican Pharmacy was to save the Vatican City, the to all the workers and uh, religious in the um, Vatican. Uh, during the pandemic situation, we have sure. done a lot of, lot of uh, works uh, in the, inside the Vatican yes. and also for outsiders. And now also the present situation, we are serving so many, so many institutions yes. and also religious, um, so many institutions to come to us and asking to prepare the materials uh, for the present uh, emergency situation in Ukraine. Oh, exactly. And, of course, I've known the pharmacy for many years because when I began working at the Vatican in the uh, in 1990, one of the uh, identity cards that I got allowed me to go into the Vatican pharmacy. So I've seen it over the years, and more than anything, I was able to follow. We'll talk about that in a minute, but I was able to follow the renovation of the premises, and it is one of the more remarkable buildings that you could that you could ever go into. But brother, I learned over those years too, again, of the generosity of the pharmacy to the to needy people. I know that right here in the Vatican, the Santa Marta dispensary, where there are lay people and nuns that take care of children, poor poor families, etc. And of course now with Ukraine. So it is a, a great story. But for just a minute, tell me your story. By the way, are you a doctor? I'm a pharmacist. Yes. Uh, studied in India, and we, the religious congregation, Father Benefratelli, uh, is uh, asked to administer the Vatican pharmacy. Vatican pharmacies belong to the state, Vatican state. We are uh, doing the administration of this uh, Vatican pharmacy. The basic role of the Vatican pharmacy is to save the um, citizens and the uh, workers in the policy right. and uh, not only we close to this uh, inside those who are uh, coming inside the Holy See uh, for the asking the medicines uh, and other products we are uh, always ready to help that people and uh, recent times um, we saw that uh, there were so many uh, our clients let us say they come to the pharmacy and it was necessary to make it uh, to make it a little more, a bit bigger, and also to do to more space to the public, uh, to the clients, those who are coming, and also we 
automatic system for the yes. uh, the medicines and uh, other oh, products. Oh, exactly. Well, no, I can remember many times coming to, should we say, the old premises, the old pharmacy, the number of people inside was, and the lines were very, very long. Gradually, you move to the automatic numbering system. So when we come in today, if you're a Vatican employee or you're a pensionato retiree or somebody else, um, you get a, a number, you get an A or a C category. But things do seem to be moving an awful lot faster, and there is definitely more more room in this pharmacy. And what I love is the modernization. Okay, you take your number, you go in, you, you, you have to have, um, obviously, your prescription, and that's how many people get in from the outside, right? Yeah. I mean, they don't work for the Vatican or they're not retired, but they would have a prescription from their doctor. Yeah, uh, the Vatican insurance, those who have, they have, uh, there is a one uh, queue for them. Because it was necessary to organize things, uh, the clients and their um, procedures, and also in order to organize inside the pharmacy. Those who want to come to the pharmacy, they must bring, uh, those who are coming, they must bring a prescription of the doctor. Sure. When they come to the entrance of the Sendan, the um, Vatican security officer, they ask the, first of all, they verify there is a valid res- receipt for the medicine. Sure. And also they have to give a, a document in order to, because they are coming to another state, so they have to prove True. that they are coming to buy these products. Uh, then when when they come to the pharmacy, they will see that there are uh, four different types of um, cues they can show. Maybe you can already, since you are coming a long time, you can imagine that uh, before there was a um, little bit uh, chaotic, this, uh, let us say, because yeah, there yes, is a, a little, little chaotic, little, is right. Yeah, yeah. now you may see that uh, really there, you don't feel that there is a queue or no. anything. We, we are... It was our idea to make the number system to organize and coordinate inside the, uh, and also we have this uh, possibility uh, put in the our Vatican web, uh, pharmacy website. So those who want, they can go to the look over that. How many people are waiting? If it is a time suitable time to right. go, and uh, the sorts of modernization, simple works that we have done, it is helping us to to help the our clients in better way. Well, you're, you're aiming to make everything a lot more efficient because I understand. I mean, I, I read somewhere that something like 2,000 people a day come come to the pharmacy and, and then the adjacent, there's also an area for cosmetics and stuff. For us, the normal client, clients, it was uh, 2,000, 2,500 clients per day from 8.30 till uh, 6 p.m. in the evening. Okay. We are open to the public. Uh, current uh, situations right. so there are little uh, lesser than before because uh, sure. this situation was to a pandemic, pandemic uh, changed pandemic, everything <laughs> changed a little bit but uh, recent times in a few months back we are coming back to the um, like before uh, that's good and and the one thing is too if you have to wait outside but it's never uh, it's not like it was before for sure but there is a tented area in uh, in one of the streets, just right outside your entrance, out down the steps, and then the area immediately outside the pharmacy, between the pharmacy and the, the profumeria, 
uh, that's all covered, so no problem. Policy is always, um, they are ready to help the institutions and also the, those who are coming inside the Vatican. First of all, when the situation happened, the pandemic situation, soon they made a tent outside the pharmacy so that if it is happened like uh, yeah, before, sure. Um, if it is in, uh, it is for the, it's just a place for them. It is we just introduced that place. We just so you had the so-called social distancing yeah, be, I mean, between. Yeah, con- yeah, for that reason only we have made it. More or less, we are not using. Let us say that because those who are coming, no. they can. I don't think I've ever waited more than a couple of minutes. Well, you know, and I've often come at lunchtime, which people sometimes come at lunch, but they're home having lunch. So that seems to be a good time to come now. Brother Thomas, tell us about the products you have. I saw on the website, oh, it's in Italian now. Will it someday be in English? Well, our uh, website is uh, open, official website for the Vatican Pharmacy. We opened last uh, four years before we are working in the page of um, policy. Now we have a particular website. Uh, The motive is that, uh, first of all, we want to, because we were... Analyzing that so many calls we receive in the pharmacy, it was uh, regarding the informations about the products or the if it is available, right. uh, the the timings, etc. So we first of all gave in our website uh, informations regarding the such type of s- small informations. Also, it is prepared uh, in the future can be in um, uh, different languages. Surely it is in Italian and um, we are translating some documents and so on will be and also it will be available in uh, English also right. very soon. Those who are coming to the pharmacy, if there is no that product that they wish, we used to order the same day right. and the next day it comes. They can go to the website and uh, with that uh, booking number, they can know that if it is available already, it is came and so on. This all helps. Uh, no, I, I saw that on the website. It says Ricerca Sospeso, I yeah, think. Yeah, it is, yeah. And that's where you go. You've ordered a medicine. They don't have it Monday, but they'll have it Wednesday. So, you, um, But if you want to make sure they have it Wednesday, you give the number. You go online and you can see if it's arrived. It's it's a great service. No, before it was happening, it once came and paid the product and uh, supposed to come next day. If any other reason it happens not to be there here in pharmacy, sure. uh, again they have to come that time. It was the, um, that we were proposing a, um, in that matter. The clients can be sure that when they come to the pharmacy, pharmacy, sure. uh, they will get the products and also. We put a special number for that uh, for that the order, order yeah. so mm-hmm. that um, they would they need not be waiting. They can since they already came and they paid the product, so take the take number and uh, there may be one or two persons may be waiting before them and uh, wow. it will go, it will it will go fastly. That was uh, <clears throat> well. Now I also read on the website that you have forty thousand different products. Pharmaceuticals and vitamins and whatever. Well, mm-hmm. um, it is um, quantity of the products we have the forty thousand now maybe is more than forty five thousand because uh, every year the wow. the market is uh, new opening new yeah. products so we have uh, currently forty five thousand and more uh, type wow. of products we have. What fascinates me, brother, is how the robots work. So you come in, you show your prescription to uh, the pharmacist, the pharmacist types that in their computer, but the computer goes to another floor 
of the building where a robot picks out that medicine and then it comes sliding down a little chute. That is brilliant. Well, this is um, a system is adapting the pharmacies. Um, uh, almost all the pharmacies are approaching the, that type of system. Uh, for us, um, it is um, it is not everything because we have a big store in the another space in the down of the pharmacy. We are not able to put everything inside the ro- robot. No, a robot is a system when the pharmacist uh, asks the products which is all which all are there in, inside the robot. We have currently more than forty five thousand of uh, pieces of products are inside, so it may be. Uh, for us, uh, for working of five days, let us say, because usually we have a quantity of five days, it is inside the robot, and the rest of the things are inside the store. This will help us to make fast, uh, and it is sure that uh, when the pharmacist write down the product name of the product, they can know that if it is in the robot, and uh, eight to twenty oh, seconds it good. comes to the bank, and uh, mm. that time they saves uh, to speak with the clients to advise the clients and to. I honestly do think it was faster because before, of course, as many pharmacies in Italy that I've seen, there'd be these huge drawers. Somebody would go over to a wall or the back of the pharmacy and you'd pull out the drawer, medicines from A to C or something. So this is very fast. This space also now we have given to the clients because of the help of the robot, because the robot is well-organized. Not only for the helping help that the robot is making, everything will be controlled automatically by the robot. So sure. it is an assurance for us, uh, for the Vatican Pharmacy, to give a quality product. It is known if can be the human error maybe can happen. Now it is easy for us. It is since it is automatic, we have a much more assurance to save the people. Uh, of course. Uh, now, how many employees are there in the Vatican Pharmacy? Presently, we have uh, 70, 70 of uh, our co-workers uh, working inside the pharmacy. In that, 20 of the pharmacists in, uh, in two tents, let us say, one, one group will come in the morning and another group in the afternoon. Right. Uh, and there are store also, we have um, nearly 18 uh, co-workers, 18. Profumeria, the rest of the people are working in the administration. Now tell me, I read something on the smart, uh, on the website, but didn't understand what it, exactly it was. What is the smart ticket? Smart ticket. Uh, it's a new technology uh, used in the pharmacies to to make know the prices of the products. Well, in the medical system or the products, they can be changed the prices every month. Uh, depend upon the companies, they do the agreements with the government and so on. So something happens that the pro- we make a price and then the next day automatically can be changed this price. So this smart etiquette is a system. It is um, collocated to our system, and uh, he will be every twenty minutes he will be updating. So in oh. case and also I can be can change <coughs> a price of a p- product. It will be in 20, uh, 20 minutes. It will be updated and uh, the client will receive the correct uh, price of the. Um, product so it's a easy system now brother how did you get to Rome from you've been here since 2015 or 16 pharmacy I am from 2008 oh came to Rome in 2007 and uh, make some study for the language Italian language and also 
worked in one of the pharmacies uh, in our congregation for a practice. And uh, 2008, uh, June, I came to the Vatican Pharmacy. That time, tried to improve the things and so on. Uh, after that, they asked me to uh, like a vice director from 2013. When completed the five years of the service of the as a vice director, they asked me to take the Wonderful. directorship. And of course, um, what our listeners should know, there's a, an island in the Tiber, uh, Tiberina Island, and on that island is a very big hospital run by the Fate Bene Fratelli. I love the name because if you translate Fate Bene Fratelli into English, it's the do it's the do good brothers, the do well brothers, exactly. So but that hospital's been around a long time. It is our um, hospital there is and also a pharmacy. We can say that it's um, it is our mother pharmacy because uh, in eighteen seventy four when the Holy See asked the, our congregation to send uh, uh, brothers uh, pharmacists to assist uh, Vatican, the first brothers were coming from uh, Tiber Island Hospital, the pharmacy inside ah. the hospital. So I said that it's, uh, our origin is from the uh, Tiber Island Hospital. Of course. Well, uh, this is one of the first hospitals in uh, Italy we have. When the brothers came here, they have got the permission and the Holy Father permitted our congregation and also they started a hospital. We have a long tradition. Let's say it's, a, it's our mother pharmacy, let us say. Well, more than anything, I want to tell you today, I appreciate your time because as I walked in, as I said earlier, I could see how busy a number of the employees were putting together huge boxes of things that are, are going to Ukraine. So I know you have those responsibilities. I very much appreciate your time and um, We'll see each other again, since I do come to the pharmacy every so often for some of your 45,000 um, products. But Brother Binish Thomas, the director of the Vatican Pharmacy, who's given us his time today. And thank you for all the information, but above all, thank you for what you do for so many thousands of people. It's a great pleasure to give the information regarding what all services we are doing in the Vatican Pharmacy. And also we are always ready to help uh, all the necessities that have happened to the Catholic Church and the Holy See. Exactly. We, and also um, what our clients come to us asking the medicine, so other, any other help, we are, uh, we are here, we are to help the, yes. um, the population. Well, above all, the story of the pharmacy, your story, all the pharmacists uh, just on the other side of where we're sitting, um, it's a great human story. So I thank you for that and I thank you for allowing me to tell this story. It'll be fascinating and appreciated by a lot of people. So, as we say in Italian, buona giornata, have a great day. Sì, grazie, buona giornata, lavoro. <laughs> grazie mille. For more information on these stories, or to check out Joan's blog, and to ask her a question, go to EWTN.com. That's EWTN.com. Thanks for listening to Vatican Insider on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.